Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. No brainer here, COVID 19. It has, and it's still leaving a huge impact right here in Singapore. That's right. Even if you're getting excited about phase two and everything opening up on Friday, businesses are being affected big time. And let's not forget how Singaporeans are being affected as well. Yeah, uh, according to data by the Ministry of Manpower, Singapore's overall unemployment rate rose to 2.4% in the first quarter this year. That's the highest since the third quarter of 2009. Retrenchment numbers were revised higher in the Ministry of Manpower's labour market report. That's when you compare it with the earlier preliminary report that was released at the end of April 2020. So the Singapore government's been working hard to help the nation survive this pandemic. Just recently, we have the Community Development Developments Council or CDC vouchers scheme launched to help up to 400,000 lower income Singaporean households, things like, you know, daily expenses and at the same time, you know, to support local merchants and hawkers. Yeah. So to tell us more about the scheme and how it goes around and helping Heartland businesses and hawkers, we have on the line Miss Denise Hua, who is the mayor of Central Singapore District and is also MP for Jalambasa GRC. Mayor Denise, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for taking the time. You know, we met 15 years ago. Uh, it was an event, uh, a UNOS event. And what's funny about this event is the then Mayor Zainal Abedin was uh, singing his favourite Malay song on karaoke. Might have erased that from the back of your memory, but uh, good times. Phase 2 reopening, what are you looking forward to? Yes, we like you say, Elliot, we have launched the CDC vouchers scheme voucher scheme. Okay. And this is actually part of the uh, announcement at the recent budget. Deputy uh, Minister, Minister of Finance, Hank Sweet has announced that the CDCs will be given $20 million to better meet the needs of residents through local initiatives. So on top of all the national initiatives like solidarity payment, the uh, rebates for GST vouchers for utilities, uh, conservancy charges, this is an additional thing to help at the local level for our heartland, especially our heartland businesses mm. and our local income, uh, lower income households from uh, uh, the, the different districts. Well, it completely makes sense and it's ever so welcome, Mayor Denise. But how was it launched? As I understand it, you had to launch this scheme via video conferencing. What was that like? Uh, yes, it's very unusual, but it's uh, usual for these times. I think most of us are having Zoom meetings and virtual uh, launches <laughs> and so forth. So actually, this is not the first one that is launched by the CDCs for this season. We had a first launch, uh, I think it was one month ago, uh, also on this virtual platform where we launched a student's meal scheme for our students from the rental blocks here, where we provide uh, also some free meals in partnership with Grab and SPH and several and a local donor as well. So that's what we've done. So this is the second time around uh, when we are launching a local program, a regional program at, uh, uh, on, on a virtual platform. So may not be able to meet physically, but... You know, life goes on, work goes on, and health especially is uh, very required during this time. We want to get into the deeper details of this vouchers scheme and, and how, you know, people can benefit from it, how they can apply. But you mentioned these meals scheme and, and people from rental flats. You yourself are born and lived in a rental flat in Jalan Besar GRC during your younger days. <laughs> um, just to get your personal thoughts uh, and emotions here, what do you think are some of the challenges that these households are facing right now? What do you think, you know, they're going through? I think several things. One is, of course, jobs and the government is trying its best to support the businesses, not just uh, local, but everybody who hires, you know, in the job support scheme, for example, so that as many as possible get to keep their 
jobs and not be retrenched. So this kind of support to the employer is one thing. And also for our graduates who are coming out this year, especially hard year. So the uh, MOM, Ministry of Manpower, has already also started the traineeship scheme. Mm-hmm. And kind of an internship scheme where uh, salary is paid, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, uh, so that the, the graduates can actually do some, undergo some training while they look for permanent job opportunities. So these are some of the things that are happening at the national level. So jobs are... are concern for our lower income group and mm-hmm. also for I think mm-hmm. the rest as well just because of the economy because COVID is not just a healthcare uh, crisis it's become an economic crisis yeah. uh, and so forth so, so a social crisis so it's, it's really difficult and I think for households that I'm familiar with it's not easy many are doing home-based work many of our students are also doing home-based learning and sometimes the environment may not be conducive for MOEs given loan out quite a lot of computers and so forth. So challenges are there. And I think it really takes, you know, a village, all of us. Uh, it's not just a kampong now. It's really the whole group, all of us to play our part, to make sure that all of us help each other out, look out for each other, so that we can all emerge stronger. Yeah, so this, many, many angles to this. Yeah, yeah this is so true, Mayor Denise. Let's mm. talk a little bit with a little bit more detail about the scheme. How would a person know if they could actually benefit from it? Do they have to apply for it? Is it automatic? When does it sort of kick into gear? Okay, it's nobody has to apply for it. The list of the from four hundred thousand, they are actually extracted from with various government agencies uh, from government uh, agencies assistance schemes. So nobody, there's no need for application. From 25th of June onwards, for the next few weeks then, from 25th of June onwards, uh, residents will receive letters of invitation. Just come down and collect, you know, at the various CCs. So those will be in batches so that we can also, despite the opening of uh, Phase 2A, then we wanted also to make sure that safe distancing and the uh, safety of our residents are in place. So they will come down in batches to collect the vouchers at designated places, most likely the CCs, okay, a nearby CC. So once they've collected, then basically they can use these vouchers to uh, purchase anyone, any merchant or local uh, hawkers in their district or island-wide actually for food and essential good services. So I'm sorry, uh, you, you can't buy lottery from this, uh, alcohol and cigarette and so forth. So this is basically for what we call essential goods. But it will cover uh, services like the barber, hair salon and so forth because we do want to support these heartland businesses as well. So that's, uh, and all they need to do is to look at the decals on the different shop fronts. Obviously, we are still actively, all of us, the volunteers on the ground, the grassroots advisors and the merchant associations, they are still actively recruiting more and more hawkers and merchants to join in so that the more they participate, the more our residents can benefit and the more the local businesses also get additional revenue. So don't forget, although it's just a $50 uh, booklet with $2 vouchers uh, denomination, the amount that's going to be flushed out locally to these heartland businesses is about $20 million. So that's the current thing. So look out for the decal. If you're a merchant, you're hawker interested, please sign up with the local CDCs or your nearby CC. And uh, it's really very easy to sign up. It's very easy to use as well. So everything will start from 25th of June onwards. They will be able, our residents will be able to redeem from July onwards and until the end of the year, 31st of December, you expire on again. So there's no hurry to use it, but if you need to use it, please use it. But we are actively signing and recruiting some more hawkers and merchants even at this moment. 
So just want to thank all the volunteers who helped us do it as well. Some of our chairman of the, the Federation, for example, Mr. Yo from uh, leading the Topayo uh, Merchant Association and the Federation as well, even went out to personally recruit for us, with us. So uh, very thankful for all the help. And I think it will only be as successful as as many merchants or local hackers join in, or as many uh, residents also look out for them, look out for these, uh, come and collect the vouchers and use them uh, before the expiry date. We're speaking with Miss Denise Poir, Mayor of Central Singapore District. She's also MP for Jalan Besar GRC. And we're talking about how the CDC has launched a program to support households, heartland merchants and hawkers. I would imagine, Mayor Denise, how happy these uh, local merchants and hawkers would be. Could you share with us the kind of reception you got from them upon hearing about this voucher scheme? I spoke to quite a number because I'm also a local advisor myself. Many of them are grateful. So sometimes we're apologetic. Oh, it's only $50,000. We don't mind progressing. But they said that everything counts. Yeah. And at, one, at the end of it, uh, it's quite a lot of money together, $20 million for the whole nation, for us to decide as a CDC to just flush it out and, and contribute that towards the local businesses, the heartlanders. So I think quite a number of businesses have been impacted. It's not just the biggies like aviation and tourism, but really the local businesses, because many of them, of course, have not been digitalized yet and still undergoing this uh, transformation. Uh, some of them are dependent on walk-in customers, walk-in diners. Some of them are really uh, uh, affected by the safe distancing. So I must say that business on the ground, we all know it's affected. You go out to a shopping center, you go out to Heartlands, you know that things are quieter. So with the opening coming next week, I think it's much uh, welcome. But still, I think help must be given. And this is one of the ways by which we uh, want to support local enterprises. So the reception, I think, has been good. You know, some of them are afraid. The next phase, hopefully, we wanted to launch. Actually, we wanted to launch e-voucher. Some of them are afraid not yet. Well, not yet fully digitized yet, the whole sector. So we decided to just go ahead. We can't wait anyway. So we decided to just launch a print coupon booklet first and look into actually supporting them, coming up and working with uh, uh, being more familiar at the digital level. In fact, afterwards at 11, I'm going to have a meeting uh, uh, with uh, digital ambassadors to see how we can also slowly convert some of our local uh, heartlanders to be more comfortable with using with digitalization. Yes, reception has been good. Some, uh, of course, you're doing very well. You may say, I don't need it, but many of them are well uh, grateful, actually, that we, we actually bought it and we can. We went out in different languages, not just English, of course, dialects and so forth. I made videos in both English and Chinese. And so we're doing all we can to support them. Um, well, yeah. because we know it, it's, it's not easy. Well, Mayor Denise, obviously it's part of that effort, isn't it, to transform the community and social service agencies. That's been one of the key takeaways from the Fortitude budget. What would you say are the biggest areas of focus for you in terms of transformation? Uh, you're talking about my social service sector, which uh, where I volunteer actually a lot and also the CDC helps a lot. Yeah. Is that, uh, yeah, social service. Well, I think a lot of focus are on businesses, of course, in Singapore and mainly because uh, especially SMEs as well, they provide two-thirds of the uh, local employment opportunities, the jobs. But the country has to move together and no one ought to be left behind because as uh, needs arise, like DPM and uh, DPM said, the social service sector is and continues to be a very strong, important partner for government and for our uh, residents in need. So, so basically, even for transformation uh, plans like digitalization, ensuring that uh, people are unskilled, that you know, we have new ways of identifying and supporting 
vulnerable uh, folks on the ground. The social service sector especially must also be part of this transformation. And that was one of my key pitch in my last parliament speech, you know, that we do need to include them, like the SMEs, they form integral part of our landscape. Albeit not the economic landscape, but the social service landscape. So it's known, for example, for the disability sector, you know, uh, that uh, people with disabilities find it hard to get jobs, even in these time, normal times. And so now uh, more work has to be done to ensure that they are also not forgotten. So I'm so pleased that DPN Heng and Senior Minister Taman have agreed to my suggestion that uh, we need to have a voice there, you know, for the disability sector, the social service sector within the National Jobs Council that actually consolidates all the different job schemes, skill schemes, skills future schemes uh, uh, together. So in that council, so that's being done. The other thing is, of course, for social service sector, many of them receive a government grants, subsidies, but many of them also want to do extra. They need to top up their expenses with donations. So donations are, because of uh, times such as this, donations are hard to come back. So I think uh, uh, Finance Ministry has also launched a, or improved or fine-tuned and enhanced fundraising program to match uh, one-to-one donations that the social service agencies are receiving. So these are some of the things that are happening. And uh, I'm personally very interested in this transformation. So I will, for the CDCs, many of us have got local schemes to help the vulnerable. For our central CDC, for example, every year before the school year begins, we have a ready for school kit or check that we uh, provide for our children to ensure that they have money to uh, start school with and buy books and shoes and so forth. We have a milk program. We have a skills future advice program that's free that goes out to encourage people to please learn new skills and so that you can get new skills, new jobs, new future. And at local level, we have uh, different uh, uh, GRAs, have, uh, advisors have, uh, our MPs have uh, local programs, like free tuition, free meals and so forth. So, so much is being done that I don't think it's any one party that holds the, the, the string and all of us really have to come together. Like I said to Elliot just now, um, only if we work together, only if we have no fear, we have faith, we work together, we can uh, emerge stronger from this crisis. Yeah. Mayor Denise, uh, to quickly summarise, I mean, looking at these CDC vouchers, as well as your work with the special needs uh, community, would you say, you know, with the CDC vouchers, it's kind of like plugging the neighbourhood economy as opposed to everyone talking about the national economy and with the special needs community, would you say all of this is an effort to plug the gaps that, you know, sometimes we don't see? Yes, definitely. Alec, you're absolutely right. This Why not put this whole 20 million or whatever million into the national scheme. So the intent is really to look at local needs, look at heartlanders, look at gaps that are there for us to really plug. And so it's a bit, the nature is a little bit different from, anyway, the budget is not in the billions. So we're given these funds at local and we decided as a CDC group, five of us mayors, decided to actually focus, focus on the heartland, focus on the heartlanders, focus on the heartland businesses. And that's what this whole CDC voucher scheme is all about. And it's one of the many schemes that uh, try to complement what is already happening at the national level. So you're absolutely right. It's looking at local needs, plugging local gaps. Fantastic. We've been speaking with Miss Denise Pua, Mayor of Central Singapore District. She's also MP for Jalan Besar GRC. Mayor Denise, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. Take care and stay safe. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. 
or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.